Well, hello guys, this is Sam again. Today in the program, we're going to talk about a new thing. This is called the Modern Monetary Theory. What is the Modern Monetary Theory? And to talk about this, we have the a economist from Harvard, Nelson, Massachusetts, to talk about it. He's been studying this for a long time, and he wants to talk about what, how it works and how it may impact the economy today. And so what is Modern Monetary Theory? Well, this new economic theory was come to light about government spending and debt in order to deal with deficit, in order to stimulate growth in the economy. We have our guest today to talk about it. So how are you, Nelson? I'm, I'm good, Sam. How are you? I'm, I'm great, Nelson. Thanks for joining. Well, <clears throat> for starters, uh, to understand this concept, we need to, we need to understand debt. And well, while many people have the wrong concept of debt, and deficit, we need to clear the, the differences between those two out first. So, so the U.S. has $22 trillion in debt. Well, this is technically correct. We ignore the fact that, well, the, the major uh, holder debt of the U.S. economy is the government itself. This happens because funds like Social Security buy bonds from other parts of the government in order to uh, be able to invest in other parts of the economy. And stimulate growth and also another thing that we are not taking in account is the people that own debt that reside in america itself the actually what we should be looking at is the difference between a domestic gross product and what we're what we're spending in total and while we do have a deficit it's not nearly as much as 22 trillion dollars dollars if we were 22 trillion dollars in debt well the economy would basically crash but uh, we're not. We're, we have $22, uh, $22 billion in deficit. And even though it's, it will cost us something, we can like manage it. It's going to cost about like 2 or 3% GDP. And uh, we've done it before. And the reason for this is because United States, uh, United States uh, bonds right now are extremely cheap. They, they pay about 0.17% debt. Wait, but Nelson, what if, what if the bonds do go up? Wouldn't we like... You'll have to take a lot more uh, uh, debt with a high risk, and then we could end up like how Greece ended up. Well, yes, but the U.S. economy is stable right now, and it a lot of people are betting on it too. A lot of people are investing and buying government bonds, and uh, and in until like that that happens, we we can continue to grow in it. Let me explain it to you this way: if we stopped gay. Yes, are spending because of government stimulus, then we, we like you can't you we would stop stimulating the economy and that would cause it to stagnate and that would be a lot worse. A lot of people are trying to stop spending because they're they assume that they're using this like new this this like twenty two tr- two trillion dollar debt as an order to as an excuse to not spending what they don't want to spend. Let's let me put it to you this way. Let me put it to you this way, okay? So, <clears throat> a lot of people are saying that the government should be run like a business. N- not, not more money should come out than what's coming in, right? Well, actually, businesses do this a lot. Like, if let me put it to you. If you discovered a bright new invention today, you wouldn't keep doing what you're doing today and stick to your job until you have enough money to buy, like, a factory and produce it to a large scale. You would borrow the money and then use the money the factory produces in order to make more money and pay off the debt. 
That is exactly how government stimulus works. And a lot of people are stopping these because they are using the excuse of $22 trillion in debt without like actually understanding that these $22 trillion are actually stimulating the economy. Well, not all of them, but a lot of them. Like I said, mostly, most of the debt that the U.S. holds is held by itself. And this money is being used to stimulate the economy. So it's, it's not a panic. When the revenue comes back, this money will be paid back and will cause the, um, the dollar to deinflate rather to inflate. And a lot, of, a lot of things are being like are not being used in the way that they should be in order to, for the U.S. government to reach its full potential, full economic potential. Well, Nelson, but if, if people right now are already using government funding like biasly, what's going to stop them when well we we increase the we increase the, the production of money what's gonna what's gonna assure, assure, reassure you that they're gonna spend it in in stuff that's actually gonna boost the economy and not a not their own personal benefits well well it's, it's important to remember that all decisions are biased uh, right uh, right Sam so like it's all there's always going to be that but if we had enough money in order to produce stimulus like there is just there's a limit to where people can take this and if there were enough money to stimulate the economy then we would be able to do a lot much better but just because they're using the fact that we owe 22 trillion dollars uh, right now uh, to to stop a stimulus that would benefit the economy is, is is something that we need to stop right now because if if we if we focus on what could go wrong and what, like that's literally every like every, every of course every investment and every bond has risk but uh, but we need to go into a little debt in order to stimulate the economy and then eventually that debt will come back with gains to to maintain the the economy how it is today that's how we've done it like always and that's how it's always worked like even from the start of of the production of money they were just pieces of paper until we decided to call it some value, and in, and then we, when we gave uh, workers and and paid them with dollar bills, we were basically making them a promise that one day they were gonna they were gonna like be worth something. We were technically in debt to them because like a bunch of paper was worth nothing, but then once they completed the job, that gave value to the piece of paper, which eventually paid them off. For their work that's that's how economies work and that's how they have always worked and if we stop right now just because we're scared that 22 trillion dollars and uh, are gonna eat us alive and then we're gonna uh, start taking a lot of interest and then all of a sudden we're gonna are a lot of money to a lot of people and the economy's gonna crash and stuff like that 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 then like what we're doing actually is stagnating the economy and stopping stimulus which is not what we want to do also, another thing that we're not taking into account is the debt that we own from other countries, which will eventually also pay off, which will cancel out some of the debt. Remember that most of the debt is already held by government, um, government, well, by the U.S. government. A lot of debt is also held by U.S. Uh, corporate, private organizations and people. And, uh, it, well, for example, China only owns 7% of those $22 trillion dollars. Like it's not nearly as what we expect. For every for every one dollar that's owned in debt by a foreign country, we own we we own a eighty nine cents eighty nine cents in debt, 
Also, another thing that we're we're completely freaked out about is what like. What about if uh, China decided to call call all its debt right now, uh, Nelson? What, how would that how would that affect us? Like, wouldn't we be completely in debt with no no way to stimulate the economy, and now we just owe a lot of money to a bunch of people? Well, uh, actually, no, 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 Sam. That's not how it works. China can't call its debt any day of their choosing. You have you have to wait until the actual investment pays off and. Only if it fails, then you have to pay back. For example, if you're paying a, a, a one-year a treasury bond on $100, it's going to give you, a, well, your $100 and your $0.17 cents in interest at the end of one year. You can't just call it and be like, hey, like, give me my money back, which is actually... An, Uh, what if people stop trusting the economy and inv and investing in it? We need to start taking higher amounts of bonds with bigger risks and interest to keep the economy flowing. And if we do that enough, interest will start growing with a higher rate than we produce. And then we'll have, uh, well, basically, we'll, the economy would collapse, right? Uh, we, would, uh, we would basically, most of our currency resides outside of the U.S. And if... Well, people stop trusting in it, then we would lose a lot of benefits of it because, well, a lot of, well, we would have a lot of less income into our economy. Well, well, yes, Sam, but remember, while deficit reduction is important, it is not a crisis. Like I said, we've been $22 billion in debt a lot of times, and we've paid it off completely before. The economy is not going to crash, and people are not just going to stop trusting it until then. Actually, the fear to the $22 trillion could be hurting it more than what it actually is because, well, the U.S. The US economy is, is really stable and has been really stable and, like, investments have, like, paid off. Event, like, they have been paying off. And usually when people keep working hard for something, and the produ like, production does go up. Like, like, you put money into something and people work for it and then people buy it that, like, that that is how it has been working. It it, it will be working always. My my whole point is we shouldn't be using the the twenty two trillion dollars in debt, which I've basically said like a million times by now, as an excuse to stop government stimulus because government stimulus is so important in the U.S. economy. It's what keeps us going. It's what keeps the production up, and it will it's what keeps our GDP high. Well, that, that definitely gives us all a new insight on how, how government spending should be working on and how, what it is working right now. Well, thank you so much, Nelson, for coming in today. This is a really important and, and well, interesting topic to touch upon and how, how, how money production works and how inflation works. We, we definitely loved, loved hearing your ideas, and thank you for everything. Yeah, yeah, Sam, whenever, totally, totally, whenever, whenever you need.